Welcome to the Building PA Podcast, the voice of the construction industry throughout Pennsylvania. Here are your co-hosts, Chris Martin and John O'Brien. Hello, and welcome to the Building PA Podcast. I am your co-host, John O'Brien, from the Keystone Contractors Association, coming to you from the Quandle Studio right here in good old central Pennsylvania. Joined, as always, by fellow co-host, podcast partner, Chris Martin. Chris, how are we doing Uh, today, sir? Hey, John. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good out here on the west coast of Pennsylvania, and uh, I am coming to you from Swickley. And as everyone has heard in the past, I am the president of Atlas Marketing, and we tell stories for people who build things. And I ask you to take a look look at our uh, website at atlasstories.com, and I think uh, you'll find out those stories that we tell are going to be in that world. Yeah, today's a pretty exciting podcast, Chris. I'm uh, really thrilled and excited about this. Today's podcast episode is sponsored by, GOSH, the Governor's Occupational Safety and Health Conference. The GOSH Conference is for anyone in the industry that has a focus on improving safety awareness in the workplace. You can join over 50 speakers of industry experts October 31st through November 1st at the Hershey Lodge. For more information or to register for the GOSH Conference, go to the PASafetyConference.com. We'll also share the link on the PA Building Podcast website and on social media links. So be sure to check it out. I know I'm excited, Chris. How about you? You excited? Oh, yes. I am, actually. It'll be the third time that I've been there. And and actually, I know we're going to talk about this a little bit more, but John, you and I get to speak at this conference, too. So it'll be even even more reason for people to come, right? Yes, yes. How to communicate safety, get the safety message out through newer newer venues and different, different yes. paths to get the message yeah. out. Plus, yeah. first time ever, KCA is going to be a vendor, be an exhibitor. So we're pumped up about that. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Congratulations. Thank That'll you. be a nice way to support the conference and uh, help tell the story of the KCA, right? Absolutely. What do you say we uh, spend a little time today to learn about the conference? What do you say? I like that. I let's do it. We've got to, the opportunity to t- tell the tell the world about the PA Gosh Conference. So, we do. We do. We have Paula Lute with us today. Am I saying that correctly, Paula Lout? <laughs> Lout. It's it's Lout. <laughs> Sorry about that, Paula. For those listeners, we tried to do that right. We we tried so hard. We we were there. Yeah. John, uh, you did a great job, though. <laughs> uh, but Paula is the corporate safety director with Gannett Fleming, and she's on the GOSH planning committee. Right, right. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks a lot. I've been on the um, conference uh, committee since, I believe, 2006. So it's it's a work in progress. Every year we work very hard to put on a good conference for all of our attendees. I know from from attending in the past, it is a, it's a it's a well attended conference. But can can you tell you know tell our listeners a little bit about what's the history of the Gosh Conference? Where did it start? How did it how did, how do we get here? Since you've been on, you've been on the committee for so long, you know how do we get here? You know, you would think that being on the committee for so long, I would know the actual start of the conference. <laughs> but according to the website, this is our ninety fifth year. 
And um, so, so um, Tracy and I uh, getting ready for this podcast, we're trying to determine like the background as to why perhaps the conference might have been started. And back in those days, perhaps it was the depression, perhaps it was the start of unions that the conference had started, you know, 95 years ago, we did have a member on the committee who passed away, unfortunately, a few years ago, Philip Rhodes, and we have a, a scholarship in his honor, but he had probably the best knowledge of any of us because he was probably closer to the start of, of the um, conference being started than anyone else on the committee. But we do have a we do have a scholarship on Phil Rhodes' behalf. So that's kind of a little interesting tidbit there. But we're an annual conference. We put together different uh, seminars for various topics for our attendees, and the attendees can range from safety directors, such as myself, to union laborers, to committee members, safety committee members for different various industries. And we also get occupational nurses. We have attorneys that attend. So it's a wide variety and well-attended conference, and we always have a nice time at the Hershey venue with our chocolate desserts. Good stuff. It's it's really fascinating. You said 95 years, so we're talking, you know, late 1920s. You predate OSHA by 50 years. Exactly. (laughs) That's what was interesting when Tracy and I were doing the math. It's interesting to me, perhaps it was when the war happened and many women went into the workforce. Um, perhaps it was the depression. You know, it's interesting. And, and I guess perhaps we'll not know. I, I, you know, I don't know that anybody's old enough, been with the committee long enough to understand why or how it got started. That's the beauty of this. We can yeah. make up the story now. And I think <laughs> we just did. You know? That's right. That's right. There we go. So yeah. Paula, congratulations. You have just set the history of the Dosh conference. <laughs> yes. We got a path moving forward now. Awesome. That is good. This is total speculation. I'm just throwing this out there and someone's going to hear this and be like, oh, wow, that is that's really a cool fact. This is not a fact here. (laughs) So KCA was founded in 1940 and digging around some old some old files. Bill Alexander, one of the founding members, Alexander Construction, one of our, our biggest members, he was instrumental in helping to launch in the late 40s the AGC, Associated General Contractors, launching their safety committee. So what are the chances, you know, 10, 15 years into the GOSH conference, he sat through a seminar at Hershey and said, I'm going to bring this to national and I'm going to help, you know, launch this. Now I'm just thinking out loud. I'm just, <laughs> just, <laughs> but, we you know, just add to the story. Just keep adding yeah. to the story. It's good. Keep adding. <laughs> but it is, it is very interesting how the employers in Pennsylvania thought that safety of their employees was so important even before OSHA was enacted. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty interesting cool. tidbit, right? What I like about it too is, is you know, just in Paul and what you said, and John, what you just said too, there's so many leaders in Pennsylvania. There's so many people. And, and I know just from my experience working, you know, I, I'm on a I'm on a couple committees with the AGC, you know, working with other you know other groups throughout the state and other other states. People turn to Pennsylvania to really lead, especially in the construction industry. You know, to lead uh, by example. And there's been so many times that I've been at, at, at conferences, you know, like you know, sit in the back of the room and all of a sudden here, oh wait, hey. So-and-so is going to speak, you know, like John O'Brien's going to speak, everybody be quiet, or Paula Lote's going to speak, everybody be quiet, you know, like, so there, there's that aspect of that. So for those, so where I'm going with this, and here's my question now, instead of me just talking, Paula, what can people that expect to be leaders within the safety and, and health industry, what can they expect to get from 
the Glockskopf. Well, it's interesting that you said about out-of-state folks finding that our conference is interesting and want to come to it because as we were preparing for this, I, I worked with Juan or Associates. We had 28 states represented represented at our conference last year, and that's even in the middle of wow. the COVID pandemic. So it's very interesting that we had that many folks from different states coming to, to hear um, what our presenters have to say. So yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. But every year, now back up a little bit, every year the planning committee starts December, January. Okay, the conference happens in the end of October. December, January, we sit down with every note that any attendee had written to us. <laughs> and um, thankfully for Warner Associates, they put those all together for us so that we're not, you know, finding our way through each piece of paper. But we develop the agenda and interesting topics and even projected speakers that people would like to hear for the next year. So it's really a, an attendee-driven subject matter. So that's one thing that attendees can look forward to to seeing and and hearing about. But the planning committee meets from, like I said, December till probably June, developing the agenda for the conference. And so we get information from National Safety Council's conference, from the American Industrial Hygiene Association conference, from the ASSP conference, and, and we gather topics that are of interest and also things that are newsworthy, like the COVID pandemic or unfortunately active shooter. And we put those together into the pot and try to, to come up with an agenda that meets the different criteria that we put together. We have a construction track. We have a labor management track. We have an occupational health track, which may include drug testing. So it kind of like can expand to people that are in general industry or construction as well. So it's it's difficult. And, and one of the draw, drawbacks that we get back every year is that um, it's unfortunate we don't repeat more of our sessions so, so that attendees can can attend more than just one session at a time. And it's very difficult. I can say in my experience planning the conferences, the biggest difficulty is determining which room to put people in, different presenters, because you try to guess what might be the best attended session, you know, and, and inevitably we get one or two a little off, you know, and so yeah. so the monitor at the door is saying, um, maybe come back or we're going to do this session again, or we have a recording of this. So it's interesting every year, it's kind of like putting a puzzle together. And we do put a lot of effort into it because we want to give our attendees something that's worth their money and their time to come for. John, if I can ask this question to Paula, as a follow-up to that, Paula, what are some of the more engaging topics that you've heard over the years? I mean, not just last year, but like what are some of the, basically, what can people expect when they walk in there? What are they going to hear? One of the, unfortunately, as I say, one of the most interesting and well-attended um, sessions that we put on every year is on active shooters. We try to have different presenters come in, whether it's the state police or local police or emergency management folks, and those those are well-attended as well. And we've also found hands-on demonstration type of activities are really well-attended. So we've actually been able to do a rescue for work at heights. And that kind of demonstration has been well attended also. And one of our other uh, most interesting events that we have is the safety jeopardy. So we get a lot of people that participate in that and it's a lot of fun. So it's about 45 minutes of 
fun. Can you expand on that? What is safety jeopardy? We have a, a jeopardy game and we have a host at the front of the room and they have okay. you know break right. up the audience into two separate contestants and we have a representative and you have to answer the questions and buzz in and various topics. So people on the planning committee put get together and develop the questions in the different categories and you know there's all right. winners all around. But it's always well attended because it's it's not a matter of just sitting in a, a room and listening to somebody else talk. You know, it's it's a participatory thing. So, John, we're going to have to go to that one. We're going to have to go to the safety jeopardy. We could, be, we could be our own team. Yes. I don't know that we're having safety jeopardy this year, though, unfortunately. Oh. I think we had it last year. We try not to repeat things too much, right? Because you do get people that, that get kind of bored with things. But like the active shooter topic is is always is always well attended. There's always some different perspective to learn from. So with different pre speakers talk about the perspective of either the person that was in the room when an active shooter situation happened or the police that came in to do the rescuing. It's interesting and we, it's well attended, unfortunately. But fortunately for us, we can share information like run, hide, fight and things like that for our attendees. So they have some takeaways to go back with. You mentioned earlier about a session might might get recorded or sessions are recorded, I yeah. think you said. So is this uh is it a hybrid? Is it in person, virtual? I mean no, last year it was virtual or two years ago, I think it was virtual. Two years ago it was virtual and last year I believe it was in person. And this year it's gonna be in person. We're not gonna do the hybrid um Hopefully, you know, it'll be I know last year there were um, folks there taking temperatures and looking at vaccination cards and things of that nature. I don't think this year we're going to have to go to that extent because of the the current pandemic situation in central Pennsylvania. So that's a good thing. This hybrid is, is very frustrating, especially if you're the planner. I get all these text messages with people online. I can't hear what they say. Well, you, know, like, you should be here. You should be here to hear. If, if you're the presenter, it's frustrating because you can't really read the questions that people are asking. You need to have somebody to help you with that. Yeah. But I found working in a remote environment to be almost more bonding because I work for a company with 68 different locations around the country. So I've actually been face to face with more of our employees this way than I am when we're all in the office. But that's yeah. just me, right? Also, um, talking about topics, this year, KCA is really ramping up some some resources when it comes to mental health and wellness. And the podcast is, is doing uh, a lot of episodes on this topic. Uh, it's a you know, serious topic, as, as we all know. And just wondering what your take on it is, or what, the, what the conference is doing on it, and are there any good sessions lined up? I'm excited to go if there are. So. I believe we do have some good sessions. And as you probably are aware, the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health has the Total Worker Health Initiative, which basically takes into account the entire person, the entire employee as a whole, not just the person that's there from seven to three during the day. So the person's physical and mental well-being has an impact on how they can work and how they can work safely. So that's a big kind of a big driver for companies to look at employees and their mental health, especially. You know, we talk about the pandemic over the last several years, people have been stressed, you know, incredibly. So I'm going to look here at our conference agenda quickly. But every year we do Talk Saves Lives. That's going to be an interesting one about mental health and actually interacting with your employees and de-escalation. Those topics will be kind of to engage the employees and their 
mental health and their well-being to make the workplace a more safe space. But we have also done different activities with physical therapists and activities like that for physical fitness for employees in the workplace that this year that we're not having that. But we've done that kind of thing before to help employers that want to have like a, a fitness program for their company and try to get their employees up and moving around so that they can lose weight and be healthier and be safer in the workplace. But this year, it looks like it's mostly mental mental health, which is, you know, extremely important. Yeah, I moved uh, to the area and I guess six years ago now. And apparently I lived in a, a cave or something when I was in Pittsburgh, because when I moved here, I didn't I didn't know about gosh. And I showed up at the conference and there was, I don't know, a thousand, couple thousand people, maybe, and mm-hmm. a bunch of speakers. And I was blown away. <laughs> exactly. It's it's. Yeah. You know, th- this year, I think our attendance is is up. Our registrations are up for this year, which is exciting since, you know, because of the pandemic, things have ca- had kind of like taken a dive for a couple of years. But now we're on the upswing. I think we are up to 600 already registered. So that's good news. And hopefully we can get it up to where it was. We've had 11 to 1200 people register for the conference before and and perhaps like 70 to 75 vendors. I'm not sure how many exhibitors that we have this year, but it's it's an, a very interesting crowd and very informative for all attendees at, at different levels, whether you're a safety committee member or the safety director. We have certification maintenance points for those of us that are technical professionals in safety, and you can obtain your CEUs by coming to the conference for a day and a half and, and also, you know, just network and meet some new people. So you mentioned reg- registering for the conference. How do people do that? You can go to pasafetyconference.com and register through the website and pay online that way. It's pretty simple, pretty simple to do. We kind of are limiting with printing and trying to save funds where we can and cutting back on those expenses. So we used to have mailers that went out to like, I don't know, six, 10,000 people. <laughs> and we cut back on that and mostly relying on email. And I started the Facebook page for the PA Gosh, which is interesting because I'm none of the millennial age. <laughs> Somebody else has taken that over now. So we do have, you know, social media aspects of the conference too, as well. So you can meet up with other technical professionals and share the information. If you're a speaker, we can share that information with different attendees. And so that's how we're trying to go about informing folks about the, the conference. And those of you listening at home, it's pasafetyconference.com. Please go and register if you're interested in this. And um, I know it, even come and listen to John and I speak because yeah. we're going to be there as well. And we're going to be in attendance. And your presentation is, once again, uh, we're going to be talking about communicate safety messages. Awesome. That's and this awesome. is going to be talking about technology, correct? Or technology, like podcasts, websites, social media, interviews, talking, you know, just some basic, you know, how to communicate, you know, have a, have a goal, have a plan in place, those types of things. So there's going to be more, there's a lot more. (laughs) Yeah. How to read. Yeah, exactly. But the thing that I like about the gosh conference is, is that it's not just, it's not just safety on the job. It's grown beyond that to be thinking more about how you can impact your business through safety and health, safety and wellness. And I think that's really important for people to to recognize that this is a great opportunity. You know, Paula mentioned there's going to be vendors. I, I know when I was there in the past, um, I've spoke about crisis communications and crisis management and how to how to how to engage with the media when they do show up. But 
I got the chance to meet with so many different vendors there and had the chance to, to learn about the various, whether I, one was a, was lighting, simple little thing is lighting that I never really even thought of. And I remember talking to the, talking to the person at the booth and they're like, yeah, this is, this really helps to, to amplify things, especially if there's a, an incident or an investigation, something, something as simple as put, shedding light on a topic, you know? So I think people will be able to learn a lot more about that here at the, the gosh conference. So I think the um, one thing too that's beneficial to our conference is that uh, it's a smaller attendee than that attendance than you would have at like the ASSP or AIHA conference. So the vendors have more time for those kind of direct conversations with folks, and you can get in depth with them as well. So that's kind of a benefit to to um, having our representative vendors at the conference. Yeah, I know this podcast has benefited. So people that I've met at past conferences, we've had them on here talking about safety best practices and it's a great way to meet people in the industry big fan big fan the building pa podcast will be on site we'll be good yeah. and the kca is uh i have to say this before we depart here but the kca is uh, extremely proud to be associated with with gosh like i said when i moved here i didn't i didn't know about this group but i was told pretty quickly like kca is a longtime supporter and we've always had a person on the on the planning committee which but seth core is now on the planning committee. oh yes yes yeah. i love Seth. and, and we just we're proud to support it and great to be involved we're great to have you seth is a great addition to the planning committee as well as i, I should say that because it's it's nice to see a new face not that he not that he's brand new because he's been on for a couple of years but you know after a while we all kind of, you know, it's the same people and the same ideas and you want new ideas, right? We need that so that we can progress the safety profession forward rather than backwards. Yeah. Let's let's use text messaging. Let's use podcasts, you know, and all those new technologies um, that we can can use to, to keep our employees safer. And, and for those of you that are interested in getting involved in the conference, make sure that you go to pasafetyconference.com and register and then participate and meet Paula and Seth and other folks that are involved and have conversations, talk and help tell the story beyond what we're doing here today Absolutely. on the Building PA podcast. You know? So Paula, Absolutely. thank you so much for joining us today. It was great to have the chance to meet you and, and talk a little bit further. And we can't wait to be at the GOSH conference in October. And uh, thank you. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to meeting you all in person and sharing a piece of chocolate cake. We'll sit awesome. down and have some chocolate cake. <laughs> I'm excited. Push my arm. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Have a great thank day. You. Thank you. Thank you for joining the Building PA Podcast. To stay up to date, follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook and visit buildingpapodcast.com to subscribe to upcoming shows. Thanks for listening.